father, if you want to get something, you want to, you want to go to a ball game, you want to, you, you know, you want to, you want to buy something that you like, you want to get a tape recorder or something or a record that you shouldn't have to every single time go to your go to your parents. There's a certain pride and a certain union of hard work, even though your parents could afford it. Even though your parents could afford it, there was an union of avodas parach that it was. It's not a bedavid. Nowadays, most people think that work is bedavid. What am I going to do? It's a, it's a chachilu. Hard work. And if, it's, and if a person doesn't have to work hard and he receives the Yerusha, so then it's hard work. Benkach or benkach, a person has to always be involved in hard work. But when the fact that we're living in a time where hard work is something which is not, which is not an ideal, but it's a big, big b'deavid. It's a big b'deavid. So, a person expects that his service to carry him, and it does. The service doesn't work, just for a little while. You're going to lose everything. You're going to faint again. So there's a guy that this guy that was revived with the drops. So he's not eating. He's not drinking. He's not. He's not taking care of himself. And he figures, forget. I don't have to go to work anymore. I'm just going to every time I every time I have uh, a little bit of a weakness, I'm going to I'm going to give myself uh, an injection, and I'll be fine. I have an injection, and may I have his service? I'll feel fine. It's a cold to You lose everything. I mean, you could even damage, God forbid, the highest levels of Kedusha you could damage. The Rebbe says, however, I'm, I trust completely in you. He's talking to us. I trust that you're not going to neglect and be lazy. To be a person who works hard. I was to take these drops, the, the drops that I've been giving you to revive you, but now to become a ben avoid, to become a bal avoid, a bal and to work hard on, on yamidas and on davening and learning and so on. Bechlal, much of what a person learns in chassidus farm, there's so much hisoyrus, but uh, but a person has to, obviously, a person has to be a, uh, uh, has to be an ayved, has to be an ayved, to work on himself. <coughs> And that's not a problem that we spoke about, that people expect the results immediately. So they have a little bit of a cyrus, and they, and they work a little bit on themselves, and they expect to see the immediate results. It's not true. It's mat mat. It doesn't happen right away. It's mat mat. Slowly, slowly. The Talmud, as we've been learning, but consistently. Like we just learned. And that's my that's my intention with all that we've been learning. And now you've you've started you've 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 begun the path towards becoming a, a true chassid. So now the Rebbe says, "Vimtishal." Now, if you ask, and remember, he's talking to his audience for all chassidish shabbacham, right? Vimtishal. If you ask, "Ma'azoyz chassidus?" Now, what is chassidus? And the Rebbe didn't have to make any apologies. And we see this throughout his form. He was very proud of who he was and where he came from. And he didn't have to play the political correctness game of, that everybody nowadays is in. The Rebbe held very stark from Chassidus. And that this day of Hashem, 
And nowadays he held it not to you'll see not to God forbid that he apostles anybody else. But he's very proud of where he of who he was and 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 the mahalach that he received. And he said, so you ask me, Mazla is Chasidis. What is Chasidis? And what is the advantage? What is the what is the advantage in the Kayach of a Chosid who's serving Hashem over a person who's not a Chosid? Now, as the Rabbi is saying, there is a, there is a Kayach that a Chosid has that someone who's not a Chosid doesn't have. But he means an Emesdeg a Chosid. We're not talking about the person who wears a uniform or eats Shiraim, you understand. He's talking about an Emesdeg a Chosid, a real Chosid. The real chassid could be could be could be wearing you know the real chassid could be wearing uh, 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 right, modern clothing. You think it's not even Hashem al derech achsidus? What's the advantage? Dalacha. Stevi, you should know. Sheiev shar levoy lacha oides adav. Even the Rebbe says that all of this farm, all of this farm, especially mevay hasharam. Hashavos Avreichin, the the shonas, the next the next things we'll be learning. The Rebbe says that that really he can't explain. He can't explain. He asks a question: What's Chasidus? It's not it's not something which is just an intellectual thing that you could explain. That so now you can go to to, to any university, I'm sure, in, in Queens College or in NYU or in Columbia. In any of these places, they have, you know, certainly in, in in New York, because there are a lot of Jews around here, so they have courses in Hasidism, and people are fascinated by Hasidism, and they and they uh, and there are all kinds of non-religious, non-religious uh, scholars who have written about Hasidism. This is all literature. There are hundreds and hundreds, I wouldn't say thousands, but hundreds and hundreds of books written by non-Hasidic people. Some of them are not observant people. About Hasidus, you can go to you can go to a, a Barnes and Noble to a non to a non-Jewish bookstore. You can go there. There'll be a whole section in Hasidism or a Jewish mysticism, and they'll have books on Hasidus written by people of no shaykes to Hasidus, except except you know writing or thinking about it and the idea of Hasidus, famous scholars, brilliant people writing about them. Then people are not so brilliant. Some like New Age Hasidus. You have a belt of New Age Hasidus too. All those Alman Shachters, uh, all those Alman Shachters people. I don't know if you ever heard the name Zalman Shachter. He should, he should, he should do tshuva, Mr. Shem. All of his people. So they're talking about ditches, this and that, and have, you have conservative and reform rabbis that are writing rabbis that are writing books on Hasidism. I was in a story someplace years ago, and I saw somebody that. There's a conservative rabbi that wrote. A, I don't know, a reform rabbi. They wrote a. They wrote a book that in the he wrote it to look like a Gemara in English. In the middle of the page, there's a piece that he translated from the Kedushas Levi or whatever Naimali Melech. And then on the sides, he has his commentary. That's how the page looks. He wrote like a commentary on the Kedushas Levi. It's Machal Shabbos. It's not, he, 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 I was reading the introduction. Machal doesn't believe in Terminus Shemayim. And he's writing, he's writing to his life with commentary. He's about, you know, feeling good and being happy and God loves you and, you know, all that stuff. All the, uh, all the, uh, cotton candy, uh, fluff that people are flocking to, to, to eat and to buy and, you know, 
But chesidus, al derech chesidus. Well, I have the least, you know, you have Elivizel, the Shem Shabbos, the Shem Mitzvahs, and I and, and I have a, a strong love for, for him as a person, and certainly he's been through many things. But somebody was telling me that they that they're reading that the, there was one of the chaver was telling me how she reads, uh, she's reading, uh, she's reading all, of, you know, he wrote um, he wrote Sipur uh, Hasidus, you know, he wrote many, uh, he wrote all the stories of Hasidim, Elivizel. And this person was telling me how she reads these stories, and she gets so depressed from them. So you understand that Eli Wiesel, for, for reasons that I certainly don't blame him, he's a, he's a, he has a Marish he's a depressed person. And I don't blame him, he went through terrible sorrows. I don't blame anybody that went through that. So, you know, Eli Wiesel, when he writes a Maisef from Rapsen, so he writes a Maisef from the original, he's, he's writing it through, he's, it's Eli Wiesel, uh, Eli Wiesel's, uh, in the Rapsen's life. Eli Wiesel in the original. And he takes famous mice, and then he, and I read all of his things. He, he takes a famous mice from the Rav Shister, like after I read in this, when I read in this safe, I had a tremendous chiyus. And I read it, and then I read Eli Wiesel's take on it, and like, you know, and like, uh, he, you know, the Rav Shister got to bed, he says he tices him up that he's, he has this machla and that machla, and he should be taking uh, Zoloft or Pro- Prozac, you know, he has, like you have, uh, like Eli Wiesel tices him up, like, you know, uh, the Rav Shister, and this is, the pathos of, of 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 man's existence in this world, and you know, being torn away from his mother and father, and like the Rambam just had like it was you know, it was, <laughs> the just told up, You read like Eli Wiesel, you want to, God forbid, you want to jump off a roof. <laughs> you, you know, you feel like jumping off a roof. So I told her, stop reading those things. Let's say it's it's chesidus. It's not a shem. It's not chesidus. It's not chesidus. There's no chesidus in it. It's a person who's who's never who. who Who's, who struggles with, 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 with he himself has said, I'm not saying he struggles with despair. And, and for reasons that I have no tightness, it's, I understand, but he struggles with despair. And he touches up every single maisa. The thing is, in Mahalach. And then, and then, and then you have, then you have the maisa from Martin Buber, people that read those maisa, and so where? Who, where? I'm a Chal Shabbos, a Kaifer, a Kaifer Bakal. And he's writing over a story from Balshama Kadosh from Siddiq. <clears throat> so he takes that his iris. It, it, it inspires a person for a moment, but it leads to leads to, to negative things. So you have books like this. There's a whole literature. In Hebrew University, there's a whole department on Hasidism in Hebrew University. It's a whole department. And you have the you have the Mechali Shabbos Eichel Nevelas and Trefas People that never opened the, that never opened the, uh, a, a Gemara, that never that never saw a tzaddik, writing about tzaddik and chassidus. So he says, "Chassidus not something a dovish al seich." Chassidus is what a subject. Like your, your person majors in majors in history, majors in psychology, say majors in Hasidism. There are people that do that. They're non-religious people who major in Hasidism, Jewish mysticism. What do you major in? I major in Hasidism. What is that? You don't look. You don't look like that's your major. How do you look when you have a major? I, mean, you know, I never. No one ever told me. You don't look like someone who majors in physics. You don't talk like someone who majors in physics. Because when you major in physics, you look and you talk like anybody else, except you, you, you just study that stuff. But but you, when you major in Hasidus, Bahamas, you, you act differently, you talk differently, you live differently, you look differently. I mean, it's a, 
It's not void, it's not stam. You mean you major in Hasidism? He says, I but there's a tremendous seichel Hasidism. That's true. That's what attracts many. Those people are attracted. These non-religious people are very, very much attracted to Hasidism, not because of the avayda. What avayda? They don't believe in Hashem. They don't believe in. They don't believe in Torah and Torah Sinai. So what attracts them? The seichel. The seichel is And from all of the art, from all the articles that are written on Hasidism by all the non-religious people, guess which two schools of Hasidism have the most articles written about them? Chabad and Breslau. Of course. Why? Well, the Seichel, the Seichel's Gewaldic. We know that. And now they've discovered some, some of them discovered Ishbits that they didn't, they didn't know. Because Chabad and Breslau are more famous. And now they found out, oh, this, this Pshiska Kus, they found out about it. Right? But the old, like, you know, the old, like, Haimisha, Galiziana, Chasidis, you know, that's not for the scholars. They don't write about that. But when it comes to Chabad and Breslau, you go to the Hasidic section in the in the library, you're in Barnes and Noble, or you want to major in Hasidism. Everybody has in Rabbi Shneur Zalman. And you look at these books. Uh, don't look at them. I'm saying, but if you, if, you, if you look at these books, so then they, the books they they call they don't even call them rabbi. They don't even get rabbi. They call that they call like another conservative rabbi a reformer. They call rabbi a doctor, doctor so and so, rabbi so and so. But then they say Levi Yitzchak of Redichet, Shneir Zalman from Liadi. They wouldn't. They oh, you, they, it, they don't let themselves be called anything but professor. But it's Levi It's Eli Melech of Lejans. Like, like it's a friend of his, Eli Melech of Lejans. Baruch of Mezbiz, like not even Rabbi, not even Rabbi. <clears throat> Who are we talking about? So they're attracted, especially to Chabad and Brasov, because of the Seichel. You know, by, by the Alter Rebbe and by Rebbe Nachman, the Seichel, the Seichel is very sharp, very sharp, very big. And the Seichel in Chabad and Brasov is very, very big. And, 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 and therefore, they write about the Seichel of Chesidus. That's what attracts them, the Seichel of Chesidus, which is Gewaldic. The Seichel of Chesidus is very, very it's, it's amazing, the Seichel of Chesidus. He says, A Seichel of Chesidus is a Chelek And in Chabad, they know that there are certain tires that are called Muskalis, that there's more Avoidian cycle, and there's certain tires from the Tzadikim that are more in Avoidian, more in Hergish. But these people, they, they think that the whole Chasidus is the Seichel and Chasidus. The Seichel and Chasidus. So I was once, uh, I once was, uh, you know, I'm very, I like books. I like books. I like books. I like Swarm. I mean, in a Michigan away. And and they had a they had a, a sale someplace, so I so one of the one of the barchim took me to this place and there was a sale, and and and, and there's this girl there was a girl walking around in, in tight jeans, with a pile like this you should have seen, I'm telling you the truth, like this a pile on sale, like this walking like, so mitzad echad I was thinking. Because I'm trying to, I was trying to deal with this. I was trying to deal with this because you know I'm standing online and I'm trying to deal with this mitzvahs. I'm thinking no, no, other So, so, more Hashem at least you know maybe. So the the, the generations coming around, you know, there, there's a very positive side to it. 
On the other hand, on the other hand, <coughs> to understand that the chesidus to begin with is a way of life. It's a way of life. That's the that's the ikka what the tzaddikim wanted was a way of life. When the Baltani wrote those brilliant things, it's not because he wanted us to major in in his writings. You understand that? It's not because he wanted us to be impressed by his by his brilliance, and that we should say beautiful tires in his name. He wanted us to become holy Yidden. He wanted us to be holy Jews. So even though, you know, okay, Baruch Hashem, but I, you know, I always have this thought. Like you ever think, like sometimes it says Hazal. Well, so it's a question of exactly where it comes from. But there's a saying by our people that I feel a safe Torah shemahechel sarach mazal, right? Like why does the safe Torah end up in in in, in a shul in a firm shul of Yidden? And sometimes you have a safe Torah that ends up, God forbid, in a museum or it ends up in a reformed temple, right? Something like had Nebuchadnezzar, some Elohim, some Seifer was writing this. He went to the mikveh and he was writing Shemus Hashem. And why did his Seifer have to end up like in such a place? And, 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 and even if it's in the if it's in the Fumishal, that it should be read, right? It needs a certain mazel. But at least at least if the Seifer Torah is in a nice Hamishal place, it feels good. At least he's in the Hamishal. Why did the Seifer Torah end up? So I was thinking like I, I was thinking I. Maybe it's like, it's like I'm watching the Meshilach and the girls there, you know, and uh, and she's got, you know, and her boyfriend's uh, in online. The Mamish, you know, he's got his Swarmlach and she's got her Swarmlach and they're standing there online, you know, like, you know, rubbing like, against each other. We're going to learn Kedusha's Levy tonight, you know. <laughs> and, and, and I'm thinking, I, I said, Levy Yitzchak, I have Levy Yitzchak, and Sasha, and Chamanus. Like why you, why you end up in in such a way? Why you, why are you ending up in that? But then maybe I said, I, but then I, you know, I'm mechazim myself. I think, but the, I said, Rebbe, you had big kaiches, big kaiches. Maybe through you, through you, you know, you could turn things around. You could get things to be, you know, turn things around, turn things around, to to to, to ignite something in a person. But people are buying a father. People are fascinated. These are hot sellers, big items nowadays. See this? People are interested. People are excited. They buy. Just like people like to have paintings of, you know, people like to have paintings of Hasidim and to hang up and to look and it's interesting and they make movies about, they have movies about Hasidim and, 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 and the people like, but Avaidus Hasidus is a different thing altogether. So the Rebbe says, even the Seichel, he says, he says, a Seichel Shabbat Hasidus or Rachel Gechman Uvarakim Avaid. And he says, and even the Seichel in Hasidus, even the Seichel in Hasidus really comes only together with Avaidah. So the, 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 this is the irony, is that all the professors of Chassidus, they don't understand Chassidus either. Of course they don't understand Chassidus. They don't understand it either, and you read it, anybody that, anybody that, anybody that learns Chassidus to become a Chassid, to be an, an Eved Hashem, if you read those those cold, meaningless books on Chassidus, you realize how they didn't even get it. And they're much smarter than us. These are some of the big, brilliant people, scholars. They didn't hop a piece from the time. They don't hop it. They say crazy things. Things that are raw. That any person that lives in Swarma knows that it can't be. So they'll, you know, somebody like, he make his life's work, you know, the writings of the Baltani, and he comes to the conclusion that Tanya was a God for the likes of pantheist. You know, so, so sick him Like the Baltani, the Baltani, you know, believes that God is nature. So every little chassid knows that that's not true. That the Valtani believed in God. The same Rebbeinu that we believe in. But Professor so-and-so spent 50 years thinking about, about Chabad Chassidus, and he finally came to the conclusion, 
and he and he's publishing, 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 and all the all all, all these fabis and the professors in the universities in Tel Aviv and Hebrew University in Columbia and NYU are all excited because because now it's finally been revealed that Baltani didn't believe in God. Baltani didn't believe in God. And I'm saying things that I read, not that I'm making up now. The Balatani didn't believe. But, but if you met the Balatani, you knew that he believed in God. And that's what I was talking about last week. Right? I don't know if you remember that I told you about the shepherd. The, uh, Hashem, I, I, Hashem, right, I met the shepherd, right? So if you, if you, if someone, if someone knew the Alter Rebbe, so then, so those who are learning, those who are learning Chsidis al Dercha Avaida, and to become closer to Hashem, to become better Jews and bigger Jews, so they don't have these. They don't have these speculations about whether the time. Because what? Because because that person is meeting the Balatanya. When he opens up the Tanya, he meets the Balatanya. And when he opens up Lakuta Moran, he's meeting Rabbi Nachman. And you, you meet the Naim Elamalach. When you when you open up the, the Naim Elamalach, you're meeting you, the Rabbi Elamalach. You meet the tzaddik, and you, you become you feel a connection. You become part of their lives in some level. So what do you mean? What does it mean? You didn't believe in God. And I have somebody wrote a whole book to try to... There's a person who wrote a book about Rabbi Nachman from Breslau. I mean, I, it's, it's mind-boggling, not just the riches, but how wrong he is. How wrong he is about Rabbi Nachman. That, <clears throat> that he doesn't understand the first thing about the Kutamaran. I, he's smarter than Weinberger. Much smarter than me. He's a brilliant guy. He doesn't. He doesn't understand because he's not meeting Rabbi Nachman. He offers a look at the Moran. Ubarakim ha'avayda. Kamei she'iyev. The next page. Kamei she'iyev. Levar b'seich l'sinya hanavua. The same way. Even though the Rebbe wrote a great deal about it, he says, "How do you explain b'seich intellectually nevua prophecy?" And but you know, and he says here again that he believes the Chassidus is. Chassidus is the continuation in our times of that Ruach of Nevoah. It's the Shirayim from Nevoah. So, how do you describe Apiseichel? How do you describe intellectually what's Nevoah? What's Nevoah? So, we'll see, you can write books about it, and there are people who wrote about the prophetic experience. There are people who wrote books about that also, the prophetic experience. Guys, the guy, the guy sitting having, you know, he, he's having a pastrami sandwich. He's writing about the prophetic experience, and it's not even kosher. The prophetic experience. Kiraka novi yodamahi. Only a novi knows what that is. Only a novi knows what that means. For his whole life, the avoda, and what does it mean to experience nevuah? That's like haisa kol Actually, by the Nevi'im, once he experienced Nevi'is, once he had Nevu'ah, it was such a clear, amazing experience that he couldn't understand why others didn't see what he saw. The Navi couldn't, couldn't help why you don't get it. Why you don't get it. That's why I said that you can look, a simple Jew can look into one of these books and say and about the scholar, you don't get it. How could you not say, that's not what Rabbi Nachman says, not what Rabbi says, not what the Baal is saying. Actually, a haven long the gums lost a year. A novi couldn't understand why another person couldn't see, as it says in Posik. Hashem look him be bear. Milo Yanabe. You hear this? Amos says, Hashem spoke. 
Who's not a Navi? Like, why Why don't you say Navu? What's the matter with you? Why aren't you a Navi? Thomas looks at every Jew and says, what's the matter with you? Why aren't you a Navi? Hashem and The Bereshon spoke. You're not listening. What's wrong with you? Shlehevin. Mihu Hashem lo yinavi kisha Hashem dibe. He didn't understand who's not who's not being menab who's not saying the vuk shashem dibe. Kain gama chasidus. It's the same thing with chasidus. She he is galus eis nitzaitz minitzaitz on the vua because chasidus is the revelation of a spark of a spark of something of that kaiyach of nevua. I should be ishisrael, as the Rebbe spends a great deal of time discussing his svarim. In, especially in Mavai Hasharim, in Hasharus Avreichim. From Ashisa Begemar Psachim, Yisrael, from Leinavim Heim, B'nai Nevi'im Heim. But even now, as we learned before, even now, every Jew is a Ben Navi. He has a Shaykhist to that deeper, to that Pneumius. He has a Shaykhist to Nevoah. It doesn't mean we, we have, we're Nevi'im, that we have Nevoah. But it means that we have something, something of that kayach of nevuah left in us, and that's. And he says, and that is bigger. He says now, nowadays the Balsham Hakadosh was megala then. Therefore, he says I can't explain it b'seichelavad. Le'avadasa v'le'riyas. You can't explain it just b'seichel. Not not the avoid of nevuah of chesidus. And v'le'riyasa and how a chassid looks at things. A chosid amiti mispal. How does how does an emes take a chosid davim? Mislahev. And what's the and, and how and how does an emes take a chosid a real chosid? What's the hislav? Is the excitement and the zavadis Hashem? Umekashvus nafshe oz bekedusha ilah. That when he's davening, he has a slavus and he attaches his soul to the highest level of kedusha. Vech mistakel b'tari mitzvus. And how a chassid, when he's learning Torah and he's doing mitzvahs, he sees what? He experiences the, the splendor of the world, Hashem. And that what? That the spark of the, of the splendor of Hashem, of the divine presence, is spread out of the entire world when the chassid is in his avayda. And the chassid, when he's experiencing all of this, it's posh to him, just like the Navi. On a different level, obviously. But it's posh to him. In other words, that this is the way it has to be. This is the way it's supposed to be. This is the way it's supposed to be. It's posh that this is what it is. And when he has in the feeler, he doesn't understand. His, he doesn't. He can't even understand himself when he was on a higher madriga. He, he can't understand when he's in it, when he's having it as lavas. It's obvious. It's posh, this is how it has to be. When he falls down to a bad place or he leaves that, he said he can't even understand how he had it at all. That all he understands is the, is, is the pastrami sandwich. So how do you explain it? I will call Zayid Mimchava Halabochi Yisrael Eisata. Rav Gadol Yosef Merikin Chaladas Aflach Betzinyanim Keila. It's beyond your understanding. I will say a chesidus kravos. However, he said, you, you have already reached the edge of chesidus. You've arrived already. You've come to that place with the edge, the edge. You've already um, tasted a little bit from the 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 the, the sweetness of chesidus. Of that avoid. If you've taken to heart and you've internalized what we've learned until now. 
And if you continue working along these lines, you will become a chassid. You will dwell in the in the cell in the in the in the shade in the shadow of Hashem's protective of the Hashem's protective embrace, and you will delight in the and you will feel you will experience the ziv of the Shechina upon you. I will continue with Hashem next time.